What's up everybody, welcome to The Chat Room, a podcast dedicated with having interviews with upcoming stars and influencers of our generation. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at thechatroom.tcr and on Twitter at thechatroom underscore TCR. Also, don't forget to become one of our valued Patreon members, which allows you to unlock exclusive content while also supporting this podcast. Enjoy the episode. What's happening, everybody? My name is Chef, back like I never left, and welcome to another episode of The Chat Room. And today, <laughs> one of my favorite songs to play in the car, the artist, is with us today, King Pharaoh. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. What's up, Chat Room? Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Thank you for actually coming on, especially at such a last minute. Right now, it is 12.56 a.m., so, uh, rapper hours, I feel like I'm part of the cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes. I'm part of the cool kid. So, I'm, so those who don't know, I've known uh, Takuzo. Oh, now look, now it's, I'm struggling between calling your, your stage name and your real name. But you guys know who I'm talking about. There are only two of us on this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A little over three years, yes. We met at our yeah. birthday, then lunch. It was a, not, not, why am I saying birthday? It was a favorable lunch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's St. Elmo's. You want to tell the story or should I? I think you tell it better, man. I'm, I'm going to help you out in, in the middle, though. Ah, you're just too cool for the story. That's what it is, but it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> so we met at this lunch, and um, it was by this very popular spot back home in Zimbabwe called uh, Sam, Sam Levy's Village. And um, no one knew anyone. Like the only, we all knew the person who was leaving, but we didn't know each other. And obviously, uh, if, if anyone, if, if anyone who has met me knows that if I'm ever in an awkward, in, in a situation like that, I always try to make sure that you know everyone is on the same page. And that's pretty much what I did. And you want to take over from here? Yeah, this guy, you know what I'm saying? We, we were having a good time. Everybody was just vibing out. This guy stood up. With all the confidence in the world. And he's like, anybody got a PS4? I did not stand, like, but okay, go on. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got one. He's like, you got FIFA? I'm like, who doesn't? He's like, shit, I, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, fuck you mean? <laughs> what do I even have an American accent? <laughs> what do I have an American accent in this story? <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> man, I, I don't even know how, how else to tell it, man. Like... The craziest shit was chat room. I kid you not. This guy pulled up to my house the next day around lunchtime, and, and he was like, "Yo, I'm here to play FIFA." I'm like, "I didn't know this man. I didn't know him." <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled up to my game. He like, "Shit, man, I'm here." I'm like, "Oh shit, I right. <laughs> where?" Hey, <are> man, <laughs> I'm a man of my word. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. <laughs> but all right. Um, so King Pharaoh, tell us about that name. Why that name? Uh, that name originated from the time when I was in a music group and the group was called the Young Black Kids. So right. initially the idea was to have names along the, the lines of Young Black mm-hmm. um, and then just whatever else. So I'm like, okay, my name should represent something that means a lot to me. So the King part I resonated with because my totem, Tupongi um, Shumba, you know, and uh, that was probably just the easiest thing to do. That's why I call myself King. And now um, the Pharaoh part came from my favorite artist, um, 
first album. Yeah, it must have been his first album. Uh, Travis Scott. It's called Al Faro. So now I'm like, okay, young black King Faro. I'm like, yo, that that that's kind of you know long. That's long as shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Cool. I'm gonna shorten it. I shortened it to King Faro, and I searched it up. I saw like maybe like six people called King Faro, and I'm mm. like, I ain't changing my name for shit. I'm gonna just change the way it looks. So mm. now the Faro part has a roar at the end. Because it also aligns with my totem, uh, you know. Oh, that's actually oh, that's yeah, actually yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. I like the fact that it's like, it's like, like a whole history behind your name. I like that. I like that. I like. Yeah. I like. Uh, for those who don't know, it's spelled Farrow. So like Farrow, which is P H A R O A R. So that's really tough. I'm actually, I, 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 that's tough. That's tough. I'm, I, I, I'm fanboying, but that's the truth. I just, I just didn't know. <laughs> All right. So your first song, you started, um, started only rapping last year. Yeah. Probably with the first release of uh, What's Your Tone, which is also my current favorite song. My current yeah, favorite yeah. song to play in the car. Um, tell us about that song. What, how did you come about? Where did the beat come from? And. Everything. What is it about? Because I know the tone, the, the title of the song is called What's Your Tone? And on the surface, it just looks like you're talking about, you just, you know, the standard cocky rapper, don't watch how you speak to me, what, what, what. But then when you listen to the real lyrics, it's like something different. So you want to go into that a little bit with us? Yeah. Um, so I think it started off, around, like probably in the morning, like maybe around like 9 a.m., we, you know, we, we've uh, been out the boys, you know what I'm saying? That wake and bake, you know what I'm saying? With a, with a little backward. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're saying, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> what do you mean wake and bake? <laughs> so, so we were vibing, and um, one of my boys looked up, um, like just on Instagram, you know, they just post the news and stuff, and we saw the news about Pop Smoke. And <laughs> immediately... Wow. The whole room just went quiet. We just, what the fuck? And niggas switched it up, man. And like, you know, RFP pop smoke and all. But that kind of just set the mood of anger. Because we're like, why the fuck would, you know, why you got to kill him? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing his thing. He ain't nobody. Or maybe he did. I don't even know. Yeah. So now, you know, we hit up the producer. We're like, yo, we need something to bleed to. And this dude's like, you know, I ain't got nothing like that. I'm like, okay, shit, what you got? He gave me some rap shit. I'm like, okay, cool. The first beat, you know, we got it on. And this guy I'm having like, a good time listening to this story. It's a whole anime. In my head, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I go on. <laughs> yeah, he, and he's like, you know, here you go. I'm, like, I'm listening to the beat. I'm bobbing my head. I'm trying to rap to it. I'm like, man, this shit is whack. I can't, I can't even hold you, man. This shit, this shit's ass. And he said like, this is hey, ass. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, yo, stop holding me, man. Give, give me some real shit. Then the watch your tongue beat came up. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's different. I'm so like, this, this motherfucker's different. Dude, I'm enjoying like, your storytelling right now. I'm, I must say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, we got to do something with this beat. And immediately, uh-huh. I just kind of got in the zone. And so the verse was mainly like a message in my own way to Pop Smoke. Maybe you can hear me in heaven. I don't even know. But uh, I think it starts off as a baby I'm fresh out the zoo. 
and, uh, and yeah. stuff like that. You know, and if it's no with the crew, crew whoa, whoa, baby, you know what we do. You know, that, that, that whole part was just like mainly for the dogs back home. Right. <laughs> it's like, honestly, the zoo to me was them because that's literally how they. You, Don't you call it my country the zoo? <laughs> no, no, you, you, you understand what I'm talking about. You understand? No, explain. How many times? How many times do you have somebody, an American, walk up to you and be like, "Man, you know where you from? You like Zimbabwe?" And I'm talking about the the ones who maybe aren't that bright. And right. like, where you from? You like so Zimbabwe. all of them. Uh, go. Joking, <laughs> 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 go. <on. laughs> and they're like, "You like I'm from Zimbabwe?" They're like, "How the fuck did you get here?" And it's like, "Bitch." You met me at the airport. What do you mean? How did I get you? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's how that's how they think it is. And I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to show them that nah, that this ain't the case. So I just put that there as like a little kind of, kind of fuck you message. You know he said a little kind of fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And um, as the rest of the song progresses, the part where I'm like, um, wake up to pop in the morning, I fuck with the woo, woo, yeah, fuck with the woo, make up to pop in the morning, fuck with the woo, you know, and, and that, yeah. and literally at that time, that was the time when I would listen to pop smoke religiously, like I would be in the morning, Boy, the day. Was tough, yeah, you telling me about listening to pop smoke, <laughs> I was a really tough year for pop his death, hey, his death, <laughs> Hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. Hurt me like I knew him personally. It was just um, it was, deep, it was quite right? emotional. Yeah, it was quite deep. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And I must say, like... I know, I know, I'm probably gonna get uh, crucified for saying this in the comments, but uh, Paul Smokes did hurt me more than Kobe's. Actually, I don't know why, but I agree with you. I right? actually agree with you. Yes, right? I agree with you. Dude, dude, dude is our <laughs> age, bro. He's our bro, age. Bro, I look at him like, bro, that, that, that could have been my dog. That could have been life. any of us, bro. I mean, I'm not, no one, technically no one's trying to rob my Zimbabwe chain, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that could have been any of us. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. And like, but, uh, okay. All right. So, obviously, last year, you started rapping, like, you went solo last year. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you, you released Watch Your Tone and it got like a lot of attention when you first dropped it. Yeah. But as soon as you dropped it also, literally, COVID then hit. So you didn't get a chance to perform, you didn't get a chance to, to even go on radio, you didn't get a chance to do any of that. How would you say COVID affected your career? Um, let's look at the start. Obviously, the negative that it has is obvious negatives, but also... There are, I'm pretty sure you managed to derive some positives out of the whole quarantine and et cetera. Yeah, um, I think the biggest negative for me was like lack of inspiration because I couldn't go outside. Like oh. I'd be outside, I'd be, out, I'd be outside sometimes and I'm just freestyling and I'm singing and I'm just having a good time. You know, the sun's hitting me, the right. green leaves, you know, so everything's just right. This nigga yeah. describing photosynthesis, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't even hold you, man. I love nature. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like being outside to me is like my biggest source of creativity because it reminds me that the world can be mine. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah, lack of that just kind of slowed down my progress. Um, not being able to go to the studio because my city's on lockdown. Um, that was hard because I kind of lost, I had a disconnect with my producer. And um, right. at some point I started looking for more. And I, I found looking one, for more what? 
more producers. Oh, wow. Isn't there like a rule against that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like how you don't go to another barber? Isn't there like a rule with like a producer? Nah. Well, it, that, it, it's only a rule when the producer is exclusively yours. He's like... Ah, uh, so it's like this paperwork involved. Exactly, because like I still I still pay this guy and whatever. If he's doing this, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? He's doing I mean, you still pay your barber, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like I'm, I'll be paying him full price and shit, man. That nigga, oh. But anyway. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> yeah. Um. So now. Um, I, I think I just kind of, the positives now come where I had to find ways to keep my creativity going. So right. I started like watching a lot. I think I told you about this one time. I was watching like hip hop evolution, doing my research into like rap culture. And like that helped me focus my creativity because it made me realize where I'm drawing my inspiration from, you know? Right. And uh, also kind of made me start looking into myself like, more lyrics, more bars, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's 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 just kinda how it went. Oh you know what? I'm, not... I'm really having a good time. The interview is like five minutes in, the storytelling is killing me, the vibes are immaculate. I'm just thank you for coming <laughs> on. I'm enjoying it. Okay. The most fun I outside the streets, this is the most fun I've had on the interview. But <laughs> no offense to my previous listeners, no offense, I'm just saying. But um all right. So I want to talk there's one song I want to talk about specifically with you, and that is the Pharaoh Veil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, because of all of all your songs, I felt like that one because I also know the story behind it, because I was, you know, we went our we went through it. Well, you did, but I was just you know, the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to let's talk more about that. Let's talk about Farrowville. Um, with Farrowville, it was more of me trying to express my pain because growing up, I never really had anyone explain to me how to express my pain. And but, with that, so I when you say pain, when you say pain, what actually have, What pain are you describing? And what type of pain? In this case, it's heartbreak. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she, she did me dirty, man. Oh, man. Oh my God. It, it was crazy. I even remember calling you. I think it was this, this one, this one time. He, this guy was at home. He had to come from from practice, from track practice. He was tired as shit. I called him like, bro, bro. <laughs> I didn't shower till like midnight, bro. Was that phone call was just long? How <laughs> 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 that long one call? And um, I think that song to me was very important because that's a sign of of my artistry where I actually am able to express my pain. And a lot of rappers can't do that for some reason. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that should be the case because if you don't express your pain, you don't heal. And I would not have looked in that situation. I like that. If you not, don't express your pain, you will not heal. I like that. Like it just it just won't happen because you'll be holding that that anger, frustration, sadness, whatever it is for so long that it manifests into something else. Mm. But if you express it, you get you get the time to heal, you know? I like that. I like that. Which you didn't go to my next question. This incident happened in 2018. Yeah. Look at me putting your business out there. 
<laughs> now someone is out here tracking. Who was he dealing with in 2008? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go through my Instagram. Going through Instagram and whatnot. But yeah, uh, the incident happened in 2018. Uh, the song dropped um, 20, end of 2020 or early, 20, early this year. Was it end of 2020 or early this year? It was early this year. Early this year, 2021. Exactly. And... Yeah. Um, that's been three years, Mr. Gavs. Um, <laughs> you want to talk? Tell us about that. Can you actually say? So what? Are you telling me that the healing? You spoke about how the expressing yourself helps with the healing. Yeah. So did this song help with your healing process? It did. It helped a lot because to this day I still listen to that song and I remember, like all the pain that I felt that I can hear in my voice in that song, I can remember feeling it. And immediately after it's done, I have this feeling of relief that, yo, I made it out. You know what I mean? Right. And I wouldn't have been able to make it out without having made that song. That's actually deep, man. So profound. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. You're speaking to my soul here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's actually go out of it. Uh, Oh, our, um, you recently just celebrated your your one year anniversary with your girlfriend. Congratulations! Thank you, Very sir. Refreshing to see you know, uh, especially someone in this particular industry, being a stable and be faithful in their relationship. Yeah. I'm saying this confidently because I know you personally, but I got some stories on these rappers, you know. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so now with that, you have your relationship. You are, you're trying to chase a degree. You, you're, you're actually in, you're in school full-time. You have a job and you have a music career. So let's talk about that. How, what, what's the priority? How do the priorities work? What's the, what's the order in terms of priorities? What gets the most attention and all of that? Uh, I, think, I think my girl gets the most attention, if I'm being honest. Because she's kind of the backbone to my whole operation. Oh shit! Because there's a lot of there's a lot of times where I'm telling you I could not hold it down as like a nigga, like I really couldn't hold it down. And she came up and you know she. What does that mean? What do you mean you couldn't hold it down? I mean, like a lot of shit would just be going on, and sometimes it just be too much for me. And because also, like you'd be like overwhelmed. Exactly. Okay. And be- because I, you know, generally don't talk about things, she will force it out of me and and make me talk about it. That's when I started learning the. Yeah, so she plays my role basically, just force <laughs> you to talk. Was well, dude, you have a problem. Someone actually needs to. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. have a problem. <laughs> All right, pause, but get, carry on. <laughs> yeah, and um, it kind of went down like that, and I feel like. Being in a relationship in the game, it's very, people don't really do it that much because, you know, you start getting all this attention and whatnot. But I feel like that helps keep you grounded because you have somebody who's, if, you, if, if your person's really like real, you have somebody who's going to ride for you, somebody who's going to support you, somebody who's going to help you when you're down. You're going to have all these things and still be able to focus on what you're supposed to focus on. Never looked at it like that. I actually like that. Yeah. I like that. Because like now, because if you think about it, if your head is up in the skirts, then you ain't going to get nothing done. If your head is up in the skirts. <laughs> 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 the 
these rappers and their witty remarks. And <laughs> <laughs> the head is not in the skirts. <laughs> okay, so obviously we're from Zim. Yeah. Um, we you're in Canada. Yeah. We are aliens in a foreign land. Yeah. So uh, what would you say has been? What would you say is? What is it like being a rapper? You know. Being a rapper from Zimbabwe, coming to like a foreign land that's not particularly known for rap, it's it's hard, I would say, because a lot of people will you will tell them that you released a song, and a lot of them will automatically put you in the like there's SoundCloud rappers who are dope, but you know those other SoundCloud rappers will automatically put you in that category until they actually hear your shit and they're like, whoa, right. what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's kind of what happened with me. Because uh, to be honest, okay, my first release was actually Legend. It's on uh, SoundCloud. And Wait, was that the tribute to Kobe? Yeah, the tribute oh, to Kobe. Oh, you say, ah, I feel, I feel, I feel like an MVP right now. Hey, guys, for those who don't know, I've listened to that song. I have it on my phone. <laughs> it was like the first guy I sent it to. Yeah, um, even better. Say that again. Chat room, hear that. Say it again. Just he, was, he, he was like the first guy I sent it to. Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Um, and with that song, telling people to go listen to it because it was on SoundCloud, people were like, oh, okay, cool. Let me try to give it a shot. And then people who know I'm from Zimbabwe would be like, ah, it's probably not that good because, you know, who raps from Zimbabwe? You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know that Zimbabweans actually got a lot of talent. Now, with that difficulty came the ambition and the drive to actually put out good music so that when they then actually do press play or hear it being played, they go ask about me. And they've been asking about me. <laughs> they've been asking about me. Tell them. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. So, with um, you also, let, I want to talk about one more thing. Before we start to talk, before we get into your new project, uh, can you see the song? Can you see that, yeah. that came like not too long after Watch Your Tone and took a completely opposite direction? Like it was almost like one minute you are in Dubai, where the next minute you are in Manus Six in Toronto. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's how big the switch was. So, can you? Yeah. Tell us what Can You See is about and uh, what made you take that huge turn, especially for it following What's Your Tone? Um, What's Your Tone was made around the time when I was still single. And at that time, I hadn't really thought about being in a relationship. But I then came across my girl and I was like, I want this girl. Like, like, this, like, I want <laughs> Like, like I wanted me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was just like one of those things where I just I saw her and I'm like, I need this girl in my life. Mm-hmm. And I want you to You saw her before you spoke to her and you're like, I need this girl in my life. Okay, let me tell you how we met. Then you can okay, understand so, why. Okay, because I was like, no, you ain't gone. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so at, at U, University of Manitoba, I was like kind of getting a bit of traction with like my music because people just kept sharing it and sharing it. And now 
one of my boy's friends, this girl called Mary, she was like, yo, I really fuck with your music. Um, if you're ever down to make a song, I'm vocalist, I can do it. I'm like, cool. Then we set that up and she actually ends up making a song with one of my other boys, but they did it at my house. So now, because at the house was the whole group, like the four of us, she was like, can I bring a friend so I don't feel uncomfortable around, you know, a bunch of niggas. Right. And, and, you know, I'm like, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, you know, you got to feel comfortable when you sing. Um, then she brings, you know, my girl. And I see her and I'm... <laughs> I don't even hold you. I don't, I don't even hold you. I'll tell you the real story. When she walked in, I was in the bathroom, right? And she looks at me and she's like, why are you in the room? And I look at her, I'm like, why are you in my house? And she like, touche. <laughs> Literally, when we had that... Oh, you know, this is, this is clearly not Zim, because if you had said that, Zim girl. That conversation would have turned out totally different. Oh, you'll be trending on Twitter. You'll be trending. Yeah, and from that short back and forth, I'm like, okay, this is... She's she, she cute. You know what I'm saying? She, she Like, she she's very outspoken and open and i'm like cool i want this girl right so now eventually the the time goes on mary's recording and now everyone else is sitting aside so i'm sitting next to her and we're just making conversation Mm. and um time goes by maybe like say two weeks we see each other here and there and i ask her out eventually and she says no yeah and she says no okay Wait, hold on. She said no? <laughs> she said no, man. She was like, nigga, fuck your shit. Who you think you is? Who like, you think you are? I'm like, word. And then I went to the studio that weekend. I think this happened on like maybe a Wednesday. The weekend, I went to um, the studio and I told my producer about what happened. And he's like, yo, I've been cooking up this beat. I think it's it'll be good for you to like, you know, talk your shit. And I'm like, cool, yeah, definitely, I, I can do that. He plays the beat, and I'm like, this is very out of my genre. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, you're also a singer. And I'm like, yeah, low-key. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then he, and then I'm like, cool, I started writing on the beat. And eventually the song just became me telling her that, you know, you may have said no, but trust me, I'm the one for you. So let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Gabs. <laughs> so, this girl said no, and then you were like, let me go make a song yeah. to convince her to say yes. Yeah. Oh, you were simping to me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, ladies and gentlemen? Man. Simping works. Simping works. If you're a rapper, don't just be out just simping for no reason. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no. I'm joking. All right, um, your new project. Um, you have a new song recently just dropped, Switch It. What, oh, yes, what are we to expect from Switch It? What do you, how was the whole making it? And yeah, uh, the making it was very sporadic, it was spontaneous. Like, Ooh. look like, at it. I'm a rapper with, with an education, yes, sir. That's, <laughs> that co- that's that college vocab right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta drop it on them one time. Just a little um, bit, a little something, something. Uh, what did they say? Okay, go on. <laughs> 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 why you shouldn't mix friends and, and work? Because now, look, what I've been taking this interview. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry, chat room fam. Sorry, chat room fam. 
um, it was like I went to the studio, and this has been after I hadn't I hadn't recorded since Farrowville, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I had been in a rut. I, I wasn't inspired. I wasn't writing nothing. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's just the environment. I'm going to go to the studio. I went to the studio, and I'm like to my producer, I'm like, yo, man, I'm I'm in a mood to prove a point. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I released Watch Your Tone. I only had one verse. People, some people were telling me, you know, should have put another verse. Uh, and some people were actually questioning me being a rapper. And I'm like, you done fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, you done fucked up. So now he puts on the the switched beat, and I'm like, damn, this beat is hot. And I'm like, I I, I gotta come up with something. So the way I work, it's like hook verse you know whatever so when the hook came together i'm like yo i'm about to shit on these motherfuckers so what you can expect in that song <laughs> what you can expect in that song is a whole lot of bars a whole lot, a whole of, lot of a whole lot of me proving my point a whole lot of pro improving m- making my stamp on the stamp music man. industry yes sir footprints and shit <laughs> man, oh, man. more than more big thank you for pulling showing up to the show and especially especially at the last minute and fit me into your schedule it's 1:30 a.m yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm done i'm i'm about to tap out but clearly you seem to be like just start getting started and everything you got oh, to yeah, see you I got your that. orange juice he's got the sandwich man i was having breakfast <laughs> 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 All right. any, any final remarks anything you want um people to know a message uh i just want to say that anybody in them who feels like they have the talent to create art do it and don't let anybody question your art because you got to treat your art like your baby you will never let nobody talk shit about your baby nah you 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 suck them in the mouth you know what i'm saying yeah, there are some ugly babies out there, but go on. <laughs> but, but if you got an ugly baby, who are you going to talk shit about your baby? You see what I mean? So you got to treat that like your baby and really nurture it and be willing to allow it to grow. You know what I mean? So always, you know, be in control of what you got to make um, and protect that shit with your life. Some very inspiring words to the young uh, creators out there. I'm a huge supporter of Zim Talent. I believe we have a lot, a lot of talent in Zim, bro. It's just a shame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Money, money is a factor, but we have a lot of talent. We have a lot of talent. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. And as usual, Chatroom family, thank you for tuning in. Uh, hope to see you again next week. Uh, please make sure you follow the Chatroom on Instagram, Twitter, and Mr. Gavs, a.k.a. King Barrow. Looking forward to the new song. I hope it's as good as the rest. I don't doubt it. And uh, have a good evening, Chef. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Uh, yeah.